0: Hi guys, Catherine here. In case you're wondering, yes, I am still recording from my bedroom closet. This season, we've been catching up with chefs and restaurant owners about what reopening in Boston has meant for them and finding out how we can show our love and support to these small businesses that play such a vital role in our community. There's so much passion and ingenuity that goes into keeping a restaurant afloat during a pandemic. And I hope you will join us to hear how things are going. By the way, We know it's difficult to navigate the restaurant scene through the coronavirus era. So we are here to help. Check out our takeout guide and patio guide on thefoodlens.com. We are really excited and optimistic that Boston restaurants are starting to reopen. Today I'm going to be chatting with Sarah Murphy from Vinyl Bakery, and you guys, this is take two, because we originally, Molly and I, had Sarah come in studio for an interview before the pandemic, and then, you know, when everything shut down, it just felt totally weird to release it, and none of the conversation, as fun as it was, really felt that relevant. So I'm so excited to have Sarah back, even if it's through Zoom this time, uh, so that I can hear how things have been going at Vinyl and find out how I can get some more English muffins in my life. So we're all getting a lot of takeout these days. And one of our favorite spots is Celeste in Union Square. The owners Maria and Juan Ma are amazing and you can seriously taste the love in their food. I know that sounds ridiculous, but I promise it is true. Whether you're eating their ceviches or their delicious stews or their steamed fish, um, it is such incredible Peruvian food. And if you haven't tried it yet, you must. So go to their website, CelesteUnionsquare.com, and once you click on the toast tab to order online, you can add promo code TFL10 and get 10% off your order. So that's promo code TFL10 off your order at CelesteUnionSquare.com. Hi, Sarah. How are you?
1: I'm good, Catherine. How are you?
0: I'm good. I should let people know. Um, I never do this because I always just want to get to gabbing, uh, but I'm here with Sarah Murphy from Vinyl Bakery. And Sarah, this is our second go round because we had a super fun, awesome in-person interview with Molly and then the pandemic hit. And so we never aired it because it felt weird. And now
1: we're talking through a computer. No, I know, which also feels a little weird, but I'm glad we got to reconnect. I know we were two days away from everything changing and we had no idea.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Molly sent me a video of like her squirting hand sanitizer on me before that happened. So strange. Such strange foreshadowing. But I mean, one I of the reasons I wanted to talk to you is, of course, because I love vinyl. Um, but also, you know, it is such a challenging time for all restaurant owners, um, I'm sure for you as well. But at the same time, you've um, managed to really, you know, grow your business, it looks like, and and things seem to be going relatively well. So I want to hear, you know, from you, what is your experience these days uh, of running Vinyl Bakery?
1: Um, Yeah, we are very grateful. We are doing fine, knock on wood. It's kind of every week we're open, I feel like is another week we're really grateful for and we're like, okay, full steam ahead. Um, No, we've definitely, I mean, everything has changed like every other restaurant um, and just every other person's life, probably everywhere. Um, We made a few pretty big pivots. I mean, that have definitely helped keep us going. And I just am so thankful for the community, the vinyl community that we have. And it's just, and the team that we're still here and we're still doing strong. Um, We've had different, kind of like everyone, we've had different phases throughout, you know, so we, we really, we closed for a while totally. And then we kind of came back just selling English muffin packs, which is English muffins are what we're known for. And then we've kind of expanded bit by bit as it's, felt safe. So I think end of May, we started bringing some of the team back to do sandwiches. Um, and now we're back to the point where we're five days a week doing sandwiches um, and kind of our more or less our full menu, which is great. We installed a takeout window, um, so we are not currently letting anybody into the bakery. Um, For everybody's safety, for the safety of the community, a lot for the safety of our staff so that we can hopefully do this as long as possible and not get anybody sick and not have anyone on our staff get sick, which is everyone's goal. Uh, The biggest change is we went all online ordering, um, which has been huge and has, I think, been a big piece that has helped grow our business based on our location. As a lot of people know who are vinyl fans or who follow us, there is a lot of construction in our neighborhood to, it's kind of an understatement. Um, and there is no parking. So, in a lot of ways, I think the online ordering has helped um, people, more people access us. Because before you'd come down, you're like, well, there's no parking anywhere. But now it's like the food is ready. You get a text when it's ready. You double park where, really, wherever you want to. You run over, you get it, and you go. So, that has been huge.
0: Wait, Sarah, Sarah, what does very constructiony mean to you? Because it is all, for people who have not been to vinyl, which is probably no one, like, as a business owner, I mean, thank God we are also obsessed with your English muffins and breakfast sandwiches because no sane person like would would want to be in your position or be like, oh, I think I'll pull over here. And give us just like a little picture of what the construction has been like, even yeah, what, pre-pandemic.
1: I'm, va- I mean, I I will say this multiple times. I am so grateful for our vinyl community. Nobody is coming to us right now who just stumbles upon us because it's impossible. There is no foot traffic because you would avoid our street. I mean. At all cost, um, so they're doing a major infrastructure down Somerville Ave, which is right in front of us. It's a two and a half year project, so we knew we knew construction was going to be a thing going into this. Um, they're replacing a very large culvert, so they're doing kind of like once a century infrastructure work, and then they're doing streetscape work. So they're putting in a bike lane and redoing the sidewalks and planting trees. So in the in the the end is going to be gorgeous, but for right now. All we see is construction vehicles and orange cones, as far as the eye can see. Um, The big change this past week is they are now on our side of the street, directly in front of the window, redoing the sidewalk. So we still have a little path that goes to our window, but I think either next week or the week after, that sidewalk will be gone, and who knows what's going to happen. I think we'll still have access to our takeout window, as far as we know, but I mean, it when you're inside the bakery, we're we're on a corner. For people who haven't been there, we're on a corner uh, with windows going around both sides. But it they were on yesterday, they were on both sides of the street. <laughs> so it's like you really, I mean, the, the the they couldn't be any closer unless they're like redoing our dining room floor. That's like the next step. Um, so it's very much next level, and I mean, we're able to laugh because I feel like people people show up for us so it's like if they weren't there it would not be laughing because we would be closing down but thank you thank you thank you for everyone who has come we try and kids love it it's a great you know so people bring their kids they get to check in and see what's going on but I don't know it it's one of those things you can't control it so you just got to ride with it
0: definitely and I feel like your attitude um has always kind of been that way. Cause as you said, this has been an issue from the beginning and I certainly don't want to dissuade anybody from like checking it out. It's totally manageable. It's just, if you were driving by, you certainly wouldn't, wouldn't just like pop, pop in there accidentally, like you said. But at the end of the, like when this is over, you really can see like what a strategic move this is to be there. Cause it's a beautiful corner location. You have all those windows, oh, yeah. you know, Union Square is the best. Um, but, now, granted, you know, construction is obviously nothing like a pandemic and I don't want to make a false e- equivalency, but you've been dealing with this struggle, which for a lot of business owners would be just like absolutely paralyzing for a long time. And I'm curious, have, has that given you any perspective or any sort of like coping mechanisms for all of these strange um,
1: things that have been thrown your way during the pandemic? Um, I, I mean, I'm sure it has. I think I'm, one thing I thought, so we opened in April of 2019 and then the pandemic started in March of 2020. So 11 months into when we'd opened. I think a huge thing that helped me personally as the owner was that I never really mentally got out of startup mode. I don't know if you ever really get out of startup mode when you're a small business, but I was still very much in, when you're in your first year, you're still testing new things out. You're still figuring out you know, what's working great and what isn't working. And I think construction goes along with that, but it's kind of like, okay, what's the, what's different this week and what, how do we adapt? So I think probably that always kept us on our toes and being a new business and then the pandem- pandemic, it's like, I've just always been ready for, okay, what, what, what do we need to switch this week to just keep chugging along?
0: And how's your team doing? Cause I know you have a really tight knit team and you guys have been together for a long time. Well, only like, you know, as long as you've been open, but <laughs> not a lot of
1: turnover. I mean, we are. We're very lucky. Uh, I am I feel very, very thankful that a lot of our team has been with us since we opened um, and they're all still with us. So um, we had a few people who actually were moving on right around the pandemic. One of our staff members moved to D.C. Someone else got a full-time job in tech, which really was enough that we could really keep going without losing too many staff, which is great. Um, So we have pretty much our full team. We're still at 12 employees, which is about where we're at beforehand. And everyone's pretty much back to almost actually now back to the hours they were at pre-pandemic. Yeah. And I feel very, I feel like we've talked a lot about the pandemic, about the responsibility of choosing to work. Because I think that's another side of it is we obviously want to do everything we can as a business to make it safe for them to work um, but then also having the conversations of by choosing to work and their uh understanding the responsibility that comes with that and it means not only do we always wear masks at work and we follow you know a lot of strict safety precautions to make sure no one you know spreads anything at work but it also means In your regular life, we all live with people and do other things outside of work that all of your actions could affect the team and the business and the health of the business. So by choosing to work, you're also really taking this pandemic seriously and making smart choices outside of work so that it doesn't affect the business or your teammates. Because it's like basically now more than ever, everyone's paycheck has dependent on what other people are doing. And I really appreciate that. I think the team has really taken that to heart and they care a lot about each other and they care a lot about the business. Um, And I think that's part of, a huge part of why we're doing well and we're strong and and I'm so thankful for, for all of them. But, um, That's really
0: interesting, Sarah, because I, I mean, that's such a great point and something that we haven't really talked about in all of our conversations is this idea that, you know, we talk a lot about people trying to keep their team safe in the workplace, but you have this sort of strange responsibility to then, you know, be sort of asking very personal questions or at least butting into people's personal lives in a way that you normally probably would not. Do you feel like you've, you've, grown as a as a leader and business owner in this time I mean talk about trial by fire
1: I mean I I mean I think everyone has probably grown in this it's definitely something that you weren't you know there's a lot of okay what if we don't hit this revenue goal there's all these what ifs when you're opening a business but no one's like but what about in year 1 if a pandemic happens like you just don't go through that so I mean I I think the biggest thing for myself and I hope industry wide that if you take from this and the industry, you know, it's like, we all work really hard. It's a very, it can be a very grueling lifestyle. And I think if anything, this has kind of taught me that it's like, okay, no, everybody's health has to come first. And so if that means we're doing minimal, you know, we're dropping down our number of hours to work more efficiently. Like it's a little, while we always want to do some, we want to do everything that make guests happy and work well for the guests, but it's like, if it's not working for us, then we can't be our best self for the guests. So I think it's like, we're doing less hours, which means I feel like staff are working shorter days. I have more time off. So kind of just putting our, our health, both mental and physical health first, which I hope is something that, and just little things like before it's like, everyone knows in the industry, it's like, sure. People would always stay home if they had fever or were sick, but it used to be like, Oh, I've got a little tickle or anything. And now it's like, if you have anything, you stay home. Yeah. And so it's like you really only come to work if you're well, which I I feel like that I hope the industry responds to that and it's just a better working environment. But then on the flip side, the guests also realize that the the flip side is it might mean, oh well that means we're short staffed today because we're putting guess health first it just means your sandwich takes a little bit longer
0: and speaking of those breakfast sandwiches let's talk about the food a little bit so oh yeah tell us what is happening at vinyl what is new um for fall tell us everything
1: um oh that's good so our current so for people who haven't been there um we specialize in english muffins all of our sandwich cu- sandwiches come on our english muffins plus kind of all new england inspired baked goods and and food um we what is new our our special right now is beer cheddar so we'll run that through the end of October Uh, people I know are still a little sad that corn season is done and corn jalapeno is gone but I'm I'm mourning
0: them (laughs) I know but beer
1: (laughs) cheddar is a very wonderful substitute great with a cup of you know it's like a lazy man's grilled cheese is what I say you don't even you can just toast it and have it with tomato soup and you're good to go uh, so that's our special English muffin right now. Uh, you know, we're kind of like fading away from some of our apple pastries. Our pumpkin muffin will come up soon. Um, uh, we switched up a few of our sandwiches. We brought back some of the sandwiches, like the Sam I Am, which has some garlicky greens um, and a Dijonese that's new. Anyway, yeah.
0: Are you? Do you have an e-com business now? Were you selling?
1: Yes. That's a great Sarah, question. Sarah, last
0: time we talked, I was like, so what are you going to get into the the direct-to-consumer English muffin game. You're like, no, no, no. Yeah. To be fair, you did not know a global pandemic was coming around the corner, and I'm only a little yes. bit gloating, but like, tell me all about it and how we can get muffins shipped to our door.
1: Yeah, so I think we we got we got sidetracked on construction there. That is, I would say, the, the other pivot we made. It's something I've been thinking about. We've been talking about, figuring out, is there a way that we could kind of ship out and do direct-to-consumer for English muffins? And i had been toying with it. And then the pandemic happened, and and it gave us the push to say, yeah, we should probably figure out how to make this happen. Um, plus, because now if we, it's another way that we can kind of spread the vinyl love if if people can't make it to our to our bakery for one reason or another. Um, anyway, so we ship weekly. Um, so you can find all the infor- information at vinylbakery.com. Um You order through our through our website, um, and basically any order that comes in by Friday at midnight. Uh, is shipped the following Monday we ship on Monday just to give the postal service give them their best shot at getting to where they need to go quickly since we don't use preservatives and and they will you know after too many days in warm temperatures they will mold so that's why we're trying to get them out there um, quickly and then we also ship our granola and some of our merchandise and we're working on um, some other pastries that will hopefully ship better so we can expand that
0: Awesome. Well, we're obviously so happy that you're, that you're open and, um, we'll be by for breakfast soon. Is there anything else that you wanted to share with anybody before we say bye?
1: Uh, that's a good question. No, I think for people, we just switched. So we, we just wrapped up our last vinyl at night. Um, uh, we were doing those Monday nights. And so starting Monday, October 12th, we are now also open on Mondays. So we are Thursday through Monday, eight to one Closed Tuesday and Wednesday. Um, no, people should, should come by it's worth the adventure and you can order online you get a text when it's ready just enough time to double park outside check out the construction
0: i love the signs that you have put up all through just like you're doing great <laughs> i'm like this is what i need
1: i know we all need to hear it well even more so now if it's i'm thinking about a new one like do you like what we've done with the place i think that's a new <laughs> one as the construction's getting close you know yes. my free time
0: please please do that one Our, all right, Sarah, well, it was so nice to chat with you um, and I can't wait to come in for one a beer cheddar. I've decided I'm letting go yes. of the grudge that you slash the seasons yeah. caused the end of the corn and I'm going to come in for a beer cheddar soon. You
1: need to try it soon because then you might decide it's your new favorite and then it's going to be gone at the end of October. So, you know, you need to, you need to get it, get in soon. Um, Catherine, always lovely to chat with you. Thank you so much for having me back on.
0: Thanks, Sarah. We'll talk soon. Bye-bye.
1: Okay. Bye.